0: On to the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Todd Millard. And of course, we got the almost guy, Mr. Bill Tom. Real Redneck Bill, are you there?
1: Good evening, everybody. What a beautiful day for a podcast.
0: It is a beautiful day for a podcast. I'll tell you what. What?
1: That temperature is dropping and uh, I'm going to have to start putting some more clothes on out here in the sunroom. If we're gonna to start, to keep recording these throughout oh, the winter
0: months. Suck it up, you tea drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I got a water
1: tonight. I'm just, I'm just drinking regular old water. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's not even dirty cold. water. It's colder than your tree stand. I gu- it is. Yes, I guarantee you, it's colder than your to the Taj Mahal <laughs> with your heating and buddy in and there. Just get the heating buddy. We'll have to, we'll have to raise some funds to buy you a propane tanks for your heater buddy. Yeah. And probably, to keep this hey, going,
1: who else you got on the phone today?
0: Well, sitting beside me, we have my <laughs> father, the patriarch of redneck country, Rear redneck, Don Millard, Dad. Yep, I'm here, Mike hot, hot. And And Bill's hot.
2: right; the temperatures drop, and took two hoodies and a fleece vest to walk over tonight. Oh, good,
1: girl. <sighs> I tell you what; still walking. I, I I applaud your efforts for making the the trek over to Todd's place to do these podcasts.
2: <laughs> oh yeah i love walking
1: Ugh. well I, I noticed he didn't say he loves coming over to your place he likes to walk
0: that's he's why excited. he
2: likes walking yeah. Gets me an excuse <laughs> to walk
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and
2: before we went before we started recording i was tormenting him which you heard and i love doing that
0: yeah. <laughs> all, all day long
1: <laughs> he doesn't
0: just he doesn't have to be here to torment me like good grief oh yeah yeah so he's here and we're ready we are ready to go so yes, we are. this is going Wait, to be, yeah, Hey, last time, what?
1: Last time we had a, a bunch of questions. Who, who ended up winning the, uh, the hat Tim, time? Mr. Tim. Yeah. He was the, uh, speed question, uh, round guy. speed
0: round, speed round question. And then, uh, yeah. And he had another uh, more serious question about trap shooting that we answered. Yeah. And then he got back yeah, to us and question. said, he's tried out some stuff and he's, uh, he's going to start rocking and rolling. I'm going to reach back cause he he did reach out and, there's a, a, the way that he responded was he's holding now on the corners. Cause he was having trouble with one and five and it was holding on the corners. And we said, hold out from that. So if you're yep. listening Tim, I would go another foot and a half out from those corners on one and five versus holding right on the corners. But I'm going to respond to the email anyway and, and state that foot and a half, two feet is where I go. But we'll, we can, uh, we we already discussed all of that many times. So I will, yep, uh, absolutely. yeah. And, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I'm going to reply back for sure and uh, but yeah yeah, he did he won the hat and he chose uh, a blue with blue redneck country writing on it nice down the left corner kind of cool yeah yeah one of the one of the hot hot seller ones so perfect popular one so yeah so congratulations tim absolutely did and now we got some masks, and we got toques
1: yeah we got a little bit of swag out there i I like the masks you know i mean i
0: They're uh, a little different, but I I like them. Yeah, well, (laughs) they're a little different. They're a whole lot. They're a whole lot different. I'll tell you what. But I've been wearing the toque for two days, and (laughs) uh, yeah, my daughter confiscated one. I'm like, really? You want to wear one with your father's face on it? And I'm I'm a little nervous because. I mean, not for me. I mean, obviously you put my face on anything, it's going to sell. But then when you couple it with you and dad, it kind of brings that factor down a little bit. Video killed the radio star. Uh, So I'm a little concerned that the podcast may lose subscribers versus build subscribers, but we'll see. So, yeah, I'm I'm thinking we're going to do some contests maybe and say, you know, if you share the podcast, you subscribe and share the podcast, we'll we'll fire you a hat or we'll do a draw to fire. A hat. But you yeah, watch for our Facebook for posts for that kind of stuff and uh, Instagram posts. And we'll be, we'll be throwing them away, giving them away that way. I think it be kind yeah, of a cool, absolutely. cool game. And we'll then of course, get our you, name out there and yeah.
1: more people and uh, get the, the message out that we've got something good going on yeah. here. And, and we got truck duckles
0: coming as well. Yeah,
1: that's right too. Forgot about that.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So, Hey, yeah, watch our, uh, watch our Facebook page, watch our, our website's got it all. Yeah. Uh, there's a link to our, like our Facebook, uh, profile feed fires up on the website, all of the podcasts, uh, episodes fire up on the website. So really it's a one-stop shop. If you go to www.theredneckcountry.com, it's got everything right there. So if you go there, you'll be able to see, any contests we're doing, any, anything like that, but yeah, for sure. And we're going to give away some truck decals, some masks, some toques, and so it'll be kind of cool. Get the, try to get some promotional out there and, and build Absolutely, build yeah. a little bit more community going by. It. So but what is this
1: now? What episode number? I think we are
0: on. Yeah. I think this is 46 going to be forty six going on air. Almost
1: at a full year.
0: Well, and that's what we got to decide because when I when I publish these and I got to choose, I got to say, do I go to uh, season two or do we stay with just one season and keep it rolling? And I don't know iTunes at all, but it's iTunes that dictates that. And so yeah. I got to figure that out. At what point do we say it's season two? So at 52, is that a year when we do it? I don't know.
1: We'll Sorry. figure if there's a plot twist on episode 52 that has to carry over into the next season or not.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, a plot twist. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So where are we bum, going this bum, week? Bum. Well, the, for, for starters let's talk about the week really quick if we can i sure. uh because as you said a temperature drop-in but it is also for our local um gun club it they started wednesday nights under the lights nice so it's like a little mini competition that you go and shoot 50 targets and it's kind of cool they do draws and stuff like that and so i because the temperatures dropping took my heater buddy and I was getting chirped a little bit, but I had it out there. I'm like, screw you guys. I'm taking it on the line with me. I'm going to stay warm. You put
1: your heater buddy on the line. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I like, I'm, g- I'm going to carry it around with me as it gets colder. That thing's going to be right on my hip. I'll oh, tell you what, I got no man. problem picking that up. Shoot five targets, move to the next station. I can carry it right along with me. I'm good with that. Well,
1: long as you keep your pilot light lit through that transfer you're doing well now, i
0: tell you what i know it's a safety switch off i gotta walk slow but <laughs> yeah. the, the guys i shoot with <clears throat> dad are not the quickest anyway so i got lots of time to move from station one to two two to three and not let that thing go out so we'll be good we'll be good and i'll be warm and then uh we have another real redneck that's not on the podcast but dad's buddy and dad did you want to share yeah. Because well, he, he took first, our clinic. She, you know him, uh, yep. Bill, but he took our clinic, so he had a pretty big week this week. Yeah, Bill and I, well, we go
2: Wednesday nights, and uh, this week, Todd was working a little late, so he met us down there, and when Todd came in with a buddy, I know he said he was getting chirped a little bit, but he had a lot of people standing in front of it in their hands, and I sat right next to it. It was awesome. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's right. But Everybody anyway, wants to be
0: your friend when you got a yeah. heater, buddy. But <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, our buddy, Bill... He stepped up to the line and he, he says, I'm going to give it my all tonight. And doggone if he didn't shoot his first 25 straight under the lights and was he beaming. He wait, had wait, lots of first high 25 five.
0: straight, period. The fact that he did it under the lights was even more impressive in my mind. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. And he was getting high fived and he was smiling and he says, oh, I'll sleep tonight. I won't have nightmares and why I missed all them targets. I, I did it finally. And uh, he was pretty happy and. Todd give him his first clay crusher, 25 straight patch for his vest. And he was holding it and looking at it all, we all the shot, way home in the, in the truck. We yeah.
0: shot his redneck country hat. Oh, yeah. Did you, I was going to ask if you uh, blew that to pieces or not. And Not to pieces. We did it. We did it cordially. So there is a young feller out there that there's a, a dad and a son, which is this is so cool because they have only been shooting three weeks and they came out. So it was kind of they were kind of hanging with us probably because. I had the heater buddy, but they, yeah. uh, they were hanging with us. So the kid was so pumped up that we were going to shoot this hat. He went and he grabbed a garden hook out of the gun club's garden. And everybody's like, there is, there's nothing on it anyway. There's no flower pot or anything. So everybody's like, why is there even a garden hook at the gun club? But anyway, now we know we grabbed it. We hung the hat on it. Cause my pet peeve is when you take this thing and they'll wrap it in a bottle or whatever. And they throw it up. You can never throw it far enough. I mean, you're shooting clay targets at, they come out of the house at 16 yards, depending on how fast you are, you're hitting them at 25, 30 yards away. And you are obliterating that Claytar if you hit it dead center. So when you throw a hat, you can't throw a hat 30 yards <laughs> from where everybody's shooting and you can't go out 30 yards in front of everybody, to throw it up. That's not safe. So, The hat usually gets just blown apart and it bugs me because what I like is you want that trophy. You want to maybe be able to wear it from time to time with all the shot marks in it because guys know what that means. So that's always been my pet peeve. There's guys that once it hits the ground because it is it's a different animal to hit a slow moving hat than it is a target with a trap gun because you're shooting so high anyway. And you chuck that hat. And then you shoot clean over it or whatever happens and you miss it. So it hits the ground. And there's always that one last guy that pounds it on the ground and blows a hole through it and rips the, the peak clean off it. And like, you can't wear it or nothing. And it's like, okay, well, that's going in the garbage. You might hang it on the wall for a week. And then after your yeah, wife's like, why done. is that hanging on the wall? And then it's it, it in the garbage, right? So to me, it, we we thought, okay, I, we just want it pelleted. We want like, like it, it's been shot but not blowing apart. So we put this thing on the hook. Now I will confess it took us what dad, two shots yep. or, or two, two, not more than two shots. Cause there was more than one of us. But it took us it, it. We had to shoot. And then we had to shoot again because I'm going, okay, if we put this thing at 30 yards on the hook and I shoot 13 inches high at 30 yards is where my pattern you're
1: starts. Right, You're
0: trying to, do the right? from you're the trying to guess from your bead to the hat. Is that 13 inches? Cause I'm 30 yards yeah. and, and yeah. I think I shot like it moved. So some of my pattern hit it, but not much. So we brought it to 20. I closed up the gap a little bit and then we got her good. So it is to me, it's, it's really good. It's all pelleted, right? Dad. Like yeah, it's, it's holes, pe- even holes well. all through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a pattern. <laughs> it was like, it was meant to be. So, so we did, we shot his hat. He's all pumped and gave him a clay crusher, 25 straight patch. The club gave him a 25 straight patch. He's got two of those now. So that's kind of rocking and rolling. So I got to get him a new hat. But
1: he did. Happy, happy. It's
0: It's been a while because he took our clinic. We didn't do a clinic this summer. He took it last summer, right? And he's been shooting dad pretty much since. Yeah. And, uh, but he finally got her. And I think now it's just going to click. I mean, he was dead center. They were ink balls. And when you're shooting under the lights and they shoot um, the Winchester target, they just puff up so nice. I mean, they were just balls and i after the first 10 i'm like he is dead center he's going to do this and the last 5 i think i was more nervous i was straight too <laughs> yeah. and i was more nervous shooting my last two targets because of him versus because of me i was i'm like holy crap this is like who cares about a 25 but this is a big deal for him and i'm like as soon as he shot it he was i i was on 4 he was on 3 i was Oh, I went over, shook his head, dad slapped him on, on the back, and then and then I could shoot my last 25th target in, in a lot more relaxed mode because I was Absolutely, more nervous yeah. for him then, than I think he was. But yeah, he said the last five were, were crucial, but he, he did. He knocked him out. And my shoulder yeah, there. Been... Go ahead, Bill. Sorry.
1: I'll get there someday.
0: Yeah, you just got to get to the gun club more often.
1: I tell you, you, you know how many 24s I broke? Oh, I bet. <laughs> This is the almost guy talking there. He almost for 25 on many occasions. I've, I've had many rounds, uh, you know, shooting 100 targets where I go 23, 24, 23, 23. And then why? Why can I not get that last target to make it 25? And it's just, you're absolutely right. One of these days, I'm going to come to you and say, hey, guess what? The almost guy did it. Yeah. I hope I'm there. Yeah. I hope you are too. Heck yeah. There I hope go. you are too. So,
2: and my Head, shoulder's uh, been getting a little stronger. Yeah, I could
1: ask you. Good for you. Can I you actually physio on that.
2: I actually uh, was able to shoot without a support this time, and I'm I found a different way to swing the gun up and lock it and hold it, and I've been doing exercises. It still cost me a couple of targets. I haven't hit a 25 since I ripped the muscles off the bone and tore that rotator cuff. But sounds it's like getting it's- there. I've shot a couple 24s and a couple of 23s. Uh, but I'm getting there. It's getting stronger. So I hope in another month or so that uh, I'll I'll get over the hump and be able to uh, shoot a little better. Sound, I'm working at it anyway. Sounds
0: like excuses to me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And so it, anyway, that was our this, week. Uh, it was pretty
1: good. Is this going on all through the winter time? It is. It is.
0: A, no, they they do it right through. Now we also have an inner club, a little mini one, because of COVID. We normally have a big inner club, but now it's just going to be a three club inner club. They're going to have a little more control. the Yada yada yada. Yeah. But. Um, but so that's coming up too. That'll be on weekends, but every Wednesday night. Yep. Our club uh, does it under the lights and it's kind of cool. So they that's get a, a, there's about 20 guys that come out. So this last week there was six squads. So yeah, there was about- six squads of five. That's almost 30. I mean, there was a couple squads that weren't full five, but it's so they're probably a 27, 28 shooters. So it's, yeah, uh, it's good. Good numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. It is. It's really good time. And nobody takes it too serious, mm-hmm. which is the key. So- Except for Bill. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, <laughs> he was in the zone. Now he can relax. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And so how did he
1: do on a second 25? Uh, 20. Yeah. Well, you know what? He, he was going on uh, his high there. Of he was, I said to him, well, still thinking, let's go, let's right? not
0: stop 50. And he dropped his first target out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he looked at me and went so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then it weighed on him.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. But he was still happy with the
2: 20 because he was having trouble even getting con- consistent 20s. So. He was really pleased.
0: He's really pumped. So we're hoping yeah. he keeps them scores up. Well, there. And under the lights is a whole different ballgame. Like yeah, I
1: can bet. I, yeah. I haven't shot under
0: the lights. It just feels like they're moving so much faster because all you see faster. is target. Like that's all you and, see. So you jump at them because they're like light beams coming out of there and you just you shouldn't change anything. But it is tough not to because they come out of there like they're the sun. The light hits that target and it's that's all you see everything's black behind it but a big orange target you just want to jump on it
1: well what do you use for lenses
0: i actually switched i I, I, vermilion makes everything black but the target And I found that I would do, I would jump at it because they, I mean, it is at that point, it is a sun coming out of there. So um, last week I went to, somebody mentioned it. I was wearing rose colored glasses, but they seem to do the trick. Yes. Yeah. So they're still red tint, but they're a lot, lot lighter. They're like a pink. So they really make that target pop, but they don't darken the back as much so that it's not like it's really popping. Cause you find that I jump at them. Under the lights like that when they come out because they just that they're there, and yeah. and you shoot way too way too quick. Like, oh my gosh, there it is! So it, yeah, I, I found that helped. I switched, but yeah, I don't use, use any
2: any colored lens. I just use my regular glasses because you do you. They're so bright and they look so big
0: that you get you just I don't I just can't. Yeah, uh, a lot of guys use clear picture. or yellow or. But I I found those rose ones were awesome. They
1: worked that's for that's me. Interesting. Yeah. One of these days I'll get down there and maybe shoot with you guys on a night.
0: Absolutely. You're always welcome. Appreciate it. So what did, uh, what did Bill get up to this last week? Last week,
1: last week was, uh, hunt, finish up, get back to work type week. Yeah. Uh, let's not talk know, about we,
0: that. <laughs> yeah.
1: We won't talk about the work side too much, but it, it, we, uh, uh, we, we had a good week. I'm not going to go into too many details yet because I might save that for next podcast with what we got going on here. But based on what we had for a week, I had some work to do on uh, in the garage for some taxidermy stuff. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've uh, been
0: tanning some hides.
1: <laughs> you know what? That's uh, right after this podcast. Here, that's exactly what I got to do is break the hide for the first uh, first go around. So, yeah, the, the hide takes pretty much a full week to to do uh, from the pickling stage. And you know what, it, it's not a lot of work right up until tonight. That's when the work actually starts, but you know, it takes three days for, um, the pickling process of the hide. And, um, that was completed, um, Friday. And then from there, there's a, another step where you have to neutralize the hide into a baking sort of bath. And then you got to hang it, um, onto a, a drying rack and then stretch it out afterwards i mean i've simplified the process uh, quite a bit in that, that i was gonna little, say i'm going uh, to do it
0: right now <laughs>
1: yeah huh? but huh? but last uh last week saturday um I got, I got home and you know me right i can't let I could, sit. I've, so i'm
0: so picturing you right now sitting in the garage going it puts the lotion on its skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> folks i apologize for everybody that's just creeped out right there right now <laughs> I'm, I'm with you including
1: ya. me <laughs> including me thank you very
0: much Dr. yeah don't look Ray. in a mirror bill <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, ah, <laughs> don't be that guy i can't i can't leave anything sit. so i mean when i got home on uh on friday you know i, I let uh, things sit overnight but first thing in the morning i got up and, and i was unpacking, putting the, the hunting clothes away, putting the, the tree stand up, getting the hunting shed back in order. And it took me pretty much all day to get things. And I, and I didn't work hard. I just kind of worked steady and, and get the everything back where it belonged in the hunting shed. And, and, uh, it, it's just the way I got to do it. <laughs> I can't leave it. I can't leave it. Sit. <laughs> See, suns, and I got no problem. To be I
0: uh, ended up just today getting rid of our hides. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> so normally ah. it's hat for hides, right? And we take them in, but because yeah. of COVID this year, you got to email and address and everything else. And no, they're not, got,
1: we took hers in.
0: Well, at certain depots, right? Yeah, so we had to drive to, email, yeah, right? we had to drive two and a half hours to do it. we're like, yeah. that's not happening. We're going on the website and you can, you can order them on the website, just pay shipping. And then yeah. you don't need to take the hides anywhere. You got to dispose of them. So I thought, well, what are we gonna do with these hides? So they just sat there while we were making sure that's what you do to get the patches and hats. And so a week later, when that garage door opened, the wife said, Oh, it sounded like someone died in our garage and then some. So dad came over this morning, helped me load them in some biodegradable bags. And and I was having some fun on Facebook this week because so many people keep posting about this stuff and it just cracks me up that people make these mountains out of molehills. Like, okay, I get it. It's a deal. It's not a big deal. But so I, I did you see the meme that I made, Bill? No, it's a little bit controversial. Sure I so I, I made one with this dude sitting at a thing that that changed my mind. It's like a guy taking a pole out, out at a park. He's got like a table in front of him. So I put on there cause everybody's posting that. Oh, I found some, I found some deer carcasses throwing in the ditch when I was out on the back road, blah, blah, blah. You know what that does for hunters? And they post a picture up and they post it on a Facebook group. That's got 25,000, 30,000 members on it. And I'm like, well, that just went from maybe five people seeing it on that back road to like thousands seeing it. Yeah. So I get it. You want to make, you want to let people know, Hey, go into the woods a little further and dispose of them. But the fact that you took a picture and posted it on Facebook just proved yes. they're like, you're making hunters look bad. And I'm like, um, so I can't remember exactly what I said, but I had some fun. I got I, I was I was proud. I got almost 200 likes on it. But um, <laughs> I said something <laughs> along the lines of. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I was uh, dumping hides out on the, out on the back. I, I was going to go dump some hides on the back roads. And then I remember that somebody would, would take a picture and post it online to say that I was a bad hunter and showing thousands of people <laughs> something like that. So it was pretty funny anyway, but anyway, it's it changed my mind. So uh, when I got these, I'm like, Hmm, I could go throw these out on a back road somewhere and wait for somebody to take a picture and post it on Facebook. <laughs> But I didn't. I uh, I went deep into the woods and and got rid of them. So
1: yeah, that's I uh, I I like to tan the hide. Just you know, I've done two now. Um, one uh, hair on, one hair off. The buckskin, so Candace can do some leather stuff with, with the other one. But the buckskin one I did a couple of years ago. Or sorry, the the hair on turned out really really good and uh, soft on the backside and you can use it for a throw rug or a blanket or whatever you want to do. So it's
0: soft that you can use it for a blanket.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. You can
0: really see these ones could have been hair off eh, dad. Well, I would have loved to. Get, I said that. I said, gee We could have, it. like today, we could have just bagged them up and sent them to Bill, maggots and all. <laughs> yeah. the hair was falling <laughs> off them by the time they got no, to no, they you, they probably would have been hairless. When, well, when we were
2: <laughs> when we were scanning them, I said, I'd sure like to drive these up to Bill and get them tanned. But I thought, that's a lot of work for Bill. But I, yeah, I would love a, a deer hide rug.
1: I will do one for you. For the next one you get, Don, I will do one for you. Well, you know you got if, a year
0: anyway then, don't you? <laughs> You know when you say yeah. Well, safe. this
1: is why <laughs> this is why I said it. For now, see if you if you remember to uh, give me a call next year. I'll tell you how to prep it for me so I can come down there and get it before it gets all maggoty and yeah, oh yeah, that would be awesome. So, that'd be yeah. Super. So I, I'm doing one uh, doing one for my dad, um, which is a story in itself. But we will do doing one for my dad and the uh, uh, one of the deer I shot this year are going to be. Uh, it's just ready to go now, so. It within two days, probably by Monday, all the breaking of the hide will be done and it can be sanded and and put up to, uh, uh, you know, to use. So I'll shoot you some pictures when it gets
0: done. Right on. We'll have to do a podcast sometime on how you do it. I think there's lots of interest and maybe maybe dad wouldn't even have to take it to you. You could teach him over the phone. It can do that, and, and did, uh, <laughs> Bill. Huh? Huh? You can't teach him how I to do's. use use anything right in person. I want to see you teach him over the phone. That would be good. <laughs>
1: I got. Uh, well, I while I you're I doing that, my
0: brother. help him with his iPhone too, please. Yeah,
1: <laughs> technology is not my thing, but I, I was helping my brother because uh, I did some European mouse last weekend too, which is i don't know what you how refer to as do you european
0: find mount, the but. time uh, how what do i i know I mean, european mounts for us is we bury him in scotty's garden with a rope around <laughs> the antlers yeah. to the to the deck in case something buries him up tries to run away with him and then about seven eight months later we'll dig him up and we're good to go or we'll hang him in his tree we he has what we call the tree of racks and then um, uh we'll just hang it there and let it rot you are Absolutely breaking my heart. Oh, that's he, perfectly really breaking my heart. <laughs> There's no, so, I have no problems with doing that, and we got lots done like that.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I did. So, Sunday, I got up at five uh, thirty in the morning, and I put the the Weber barbecue on at five thirty in the morning. Well, a little bit later than that, about six o'clock. Doesn't matter. But uh, huh? <laughs> I put a pork shoulder on, and then Sunday was taxidermy day. I did European mount. On on a buck, I did uh, the head, the hide preparation, and I did a doe, um, and then I was pretty much spent <laughs> by six o'clock in the evening. So
0: good grief! Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that.
1: And I did two does today, actually.
0: My gosh! Look at you go! Got to keep busy. Yeah, I'm impressed. I am. Can't wait <laughs> to see. We'll we'll get some pictures of the finished products. Yep
1: a special twist to one of them, but we won't talk about that now.
0: Is that what you just sent me? Picture? It was. Oh, wicked. Yeah. We'll get pictures of that when it's done. You like that? Absolutely. I do. I do. Good. You need suspense. We'll pom pom. So, yeah. So, yeah. we had a good week so of Black to- Powder. We both tagged out, right? We Our group tagged out. The, the wait, 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 wait. The yeah. Alliance. Tagged out. <laughs> but we are not going to talk about that and i mean i got some stories because i got we got some first maybe we'll tell dads if we got some time on one of dads that he shot and my the one i shot was absolutely insanity folks you would not believe it happened i don't believe it happened still to this day because i made it happen we talk about when we go turkey hunting and we make it happen same gig, and I found a new way of deer hunting that I absolutely love. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think we're going to have time for a big old long tangent on this one. So, we will get into that. You have to listen to the next couple episodes. Uh, Maybe because, next couple. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, I'm. I, it was unbelievable. I'm. I'm not kidding you. I can't believe it actually happened. Uh, and uh, success, but.
1: But yeah. We're gonna have to spread these out a little bit because I know that you got a bunch of good stories that I'm I haven't even heard yet. And oh, you got a bunch. I've got a bunch that you haven't even heard yet, if, including if, how my brother uh, shot his turkey.
0: Yeah, and, and I seen pics, but that was it, right? So <laughs> I didn't even get the story because it was his first turkey with a bow. Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. So. and that, that's a great story.
0: That's awesome. Story. and it was right before this the heart hunt started. Right, right at the end of turkey season.
1: Yeah, it was. It was uh, either the last day or second last day of Turkey. Well, we'll
0: have to bring him on to tell that story. <laughs> yeah. See, the way I'm yeah. seeing it is like, we've got a 24-hour podcast. Maybe we'll make it like the marathon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> talk to <laughs> talk to my wife. I'll be uh, out here freezing my buns off.
0: He'll just be, Candace, we need propane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and tea. And tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yeah, so yeah. the next bunch of podcasts, folks perk up we are excited i'm so pumped and then i got another first two that has nothing to do with deer hunting but i did it during the deer hunting week and like it was it was so wicked i honestly didn't think scotty didn't even come with me because he's like whatever ain't gonna happen and it happened twice and that's all i'll say and i was so pumped so yeah Good off to deal. the taxidermist we go but anyway so tonight we didn't want to break from the question stuff because we posted on Facebook and we did the little share and give us your question and we'll do a hat draw. So we got so many that we gotta, we gotta keep going on that or it's just an injustice to do it one week, I think. And, and yep, me I agree. for a lot of people that sent questions in, cause we do appreciate it. So now that we've rambled on for 30 minutes already, we got, uh, we'll try to get through some, but we got one from a missed eye, and he so much on Facebook follows us and the whole nine yards. It likes stuff and comments and ask questions, which is awesome. Um, Super
1: appreciative of that.
0: Yeah. Like oh, we absolutely, absolutely do. And, and I I love the comments that he's always saying and stuff like that. And and I, he used to be local here. He moved away a bit, but he used to be local. So it is a Mista. Hold on. I'm going to get to the question here. His, so his name on here is, let me, I don't want to mess this up, Pachink pachinsky winchester and so his question and he gave us a story so he gave us his experience but we'd rather we're thinking pachinsky, pachinsky we know you're listening so we will rather bring you on and have you tell your story than us share your story for you uh, but his question is and bill i think this one's to you because this hasn't happened to me uh, fortunately yeah. but of course you're the almost guy I'm The so, almost guy, this and i know guy. it hasn't happened to one dad stories <laughs> is, is gonna it definitely
1: happen to me if it's gonna be one of these. Yeah.
0: if <laughs> what, it's a if, if it's kind of a n- negative connotation you know it's going to the almost guy so it is yeah <laughs> uh, so he says have you guys ever lost the buck of a lifetime after you shot it see so that, i have not
1: tough question but yeah, there, 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 was a story in the almost guys uh, hunting career where I could, in your repertoire, I can answer that. <laughs> yeah, in the earlier days when I was uh, was hunting with a, a golden eagle uh, compound bow that was secondhand,
0: hand. Uh, you you know, is this why they're not in business anymore? You, you, you got mad. You put them out of business. <laughs> I wrote some nasty letters after that. No. <laughs> you, The editorial from Bill Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a, you know what? That's a, a Halloween buck story. You know, that, that
0: was before I was even. Which is like one of the magical days, they say.
1: And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why this was a magical day for me. Because it was the first day I've ever rattled in a buck.
0: Ever so, rattled in a buck.
1: Ever first day, first day that I had ever rattled in a buck um, was uh, on Halloween, and uh, this is too good to be true. I mean, I, I hunted this spot in uh, the Niagara region when I used to live down that way. I used to live in St. Catharines, and a good friend of mine um, gave me permission to hunt on this little piece of property, and it, it was soybean fields uh, on both sides and a ravine behind the behind the stand. It was perfect i had seen many many does up to uh that time because i was able to hunt more no work no kids no no major responsibilities so i'd seen does. uh, i actually had a doe uh and a fawn come out to me and and the fawn laid right down in front of the stand you know and and while the doe was was trying to uh, figure out what i was up in the stand Uh, awesome experience but that's a story for another day but I knew there was big bucks in the area talking to the the farmers, talking to the, the gentleman that gave me permission to hunt there. There was bucks in the area that were, were
0: monsters. I hate and- that. You know that I I, <laughs> I, I, I hate that when you talk to the landowner and they'll tell you there's, Oh, there's, there's a big 10 and then you get hooked. And then even worse is when they'll text you and they'll be like, Hey, that Big Ten standing in the backfield yeah. right now. <laughs> it's like don't, don't, don't. Ta- I could have went hunting. To- no, don't text me. Yeah. Or it's hey, are you in the stand right now? No, why? Oh, because that Big is walking right to your stand. So <laughs> 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 Shut up.
1: <laughs> that, that makes you so mad. Well, and yeah, that, I've, yeah, I've
0: let the one landowner where I hunt know that it irritates me. So like now I get pictures.
1: That's that's probably what you would do too if somebody told you the same thing. <laughs>
0: But this, yeah, I you know take what? pictures of it. me laying across it with my bow <laughs> beside me, smiling while I held the rack up.
1: I hadn't shot a deer up to this point in time because I was pretty new to bow hunting. Um, this is probably the second or third year, second year. And I that
0: sounds like a hunting. good prelude excuse, but carry on.
1: Yeah, you know what? I got to give you something at this point in time because it doesn't <laughs> end well.
0: My it was 80 kilometer far. winds. The sun was in my eyes. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I don't even remember really what year this was, but I was, I was young enough that bow hunting was just a, a new thing to me. Cause you know what? There was a point in time that I didn't ever think I was going to bow hunt. I said, when I took my license, uh, I, I said, why am I even paying attention to the bow hunting section of this? Cause I'm going to rifle hunt, shotgun hunt. I'm not even gonna bow hunt. Boy was I wrong. So, but we, uh,
0: was this pre 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 beard bill?
1: yeah actually it was it was definitely pre-beard bill and uh <laughs> that was a smooth face And that's probably part of the reason because the anchor point was was uh <laughs> too, different. too close too close <laughs> to your face <laughs> <laughs> but, so this this one this one morning it was october 31st i remember it like it happened yesterday it uh i i got it in the stand early uh, as i always did because uh you know it's what you do and um I decided I was going to rattle, rattle uh, some, uh, some big bucks in today because I was watching uh, Bill Jordan's Realtree Outdoors and, and seeing how they did it down in the lower states. You know, me being, you know, the, the bull hunter I wanted to be, I bought myself some rattling antlers and got into the stand and, and I rattled <clears throat> and I rattled and I grunted like I saw on the TV and I put the Rattlin antlers down and sure enough, off to my left, and and it's funny. I can picture it to this day here comes big old bruiser buck. How quick came in? How quick from your rattling? Like, how honestly, I didn't even hardly had the rattling that down, and he was coming in. So, he
0: was within earshot when you let them things rock like your earshot.
1: Like, no he was, question in my was mind,
0: close because like I've done it and I've had lots of deer come in 15 minutes later. And, yeah, well, and, and he, I've said this there on previous no podcasts, there. I've never had, I've never rattled and had them run to me from like, they were just beyond.
1: No, he, he came in on a mission and he came in. And if I'm looking straight ahead, he came into my nine o'clock uh, from. Which uh, way was the wind I blowing? Was sitting. Uh, wind was blowing. That's a great question. I don't remember now, but I think it was blowing out into the field uh, as opposed to the ravine that he so came like out of. So like
0: 12 o'clock instead of nine o'clock? three o'clock instead of nine o'clock three o'clock instead of nine o'clock so the yeah. exact opposite direction
1: oh yeah so he, he came in Ah, uh, that's a good question i mean it's been so long ago you probably probably from the it's just i'm always curious because
0: every big buck i've ever had come in every every well almost every buck i've ever shot has has gone all the way around me if they were in front of me because i usually set up with my the wind going into my face blown behind me if i'm in a climber which typically i i am but so when i rattle or grunt or whatever i'm expecting them to come from behind me every every big buck i've had come in has come around me like stayed out at like 80 to 100 yards and walked all the way and then closed the gap up to 30 coming in downwind
1: yeah. I mean, it It makes sense because of how, how close this deer got to me, depending on where the wind was go- going. I guarantee you, he was, he stood right there with the wind in his nose and he was trying to figure out where that deer, deer was that he was about to fight. But so this, this buck, it, it comes up out of the ravine and, and now he's charging across and I'm up pretty high in my, my tree and we always put them high. I'd like to know sections myself just to get out of the, the wind patterns. Like 20 stuff. feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, that would be a good good estimate of how high up I was. I
0: find that's it. That's the, ma- like, we have a, what got a, a bunch of ladder. 12-foot stands. The ladder's, like, 12 feet high or whatever, and I just find that in, in black powder, in our rifle, okay, fine. But in boa, I just don't like being that low. So then we got a bunch that are, I think it's, like, 17 feet to the shooting rail, which then still makes you only about 15 feet, 14, 15 feet high to the foot rail, right? So yep. even that, but when I grab the climber, I go to that 20 foot level and like deer right below me. Don't look up. Don't see me that high. So I find that that once you hit that 20 foot mark, that's the magic spot.
1: So that, yeah, I agree with you. I'd like to be a little bit higher. So that, that buck comes across right in front of me and he, he stops broadside 20 yards
0: on the nose. (sighs) Okay. Wait, 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 wait. So that we can all get excited with you. How big? I don't want inches. This, this, this How many big, points?
1: Oh, he, hmm, inches, I won't give you. But he's he was ten. There's no no question on there. Ten points as big buck. Point.
0: Redneck country labels that as big buck.
1: I label that as a big buck too, Eight based on the, the 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 closeout of the story, which I'll tell you. He uh, uh, was a big buck, and he came, he was a big-bodied bruiser fighter. He came right in there, neck all swelled up, you know, rutted out. Uh, looking for a fight and he stopped broadside looking away from me at 20 yards. I take the, uh, the compound bow. I'm shooting golden Eagle with, uh, yeah, aluminum arrows back then they're like carbon uh
0: hose. bill please don't mention our products on the podcast yeah, i'm going to
1: mention it every <laughs> single time <laughs> but i did shoot my first deer with that that uh, that that later on so it, it's okay but th- this particular morning it didn't work out so well for me and i had the aluminum arrows it was a little bit colder that morning i could see the the, the steam coming off that buck's nose and i take that that bow off the rest and i i slowly take it and i put put my uh release on. Okay, I so this is rack. a question
0: that I'm always—it plays over in my mind—is yep. when did you take that bow off that rack w- after he was already at like 20, or while he was coming in?
1: Oh, well, after he was already at 20. Are you kidding me? I had no choice because of the way he came. He came from my nine o'clock and remember, could see you the there, whole time. He, there's no question if I had him moved, he would have been able to pick me up.
0: No and, doubt. So you didn't oh, even he pull right that there. off until he was 20 yards.
1: I had no choice. I mean, he came on me so fast based on me putting the ratlanders down that that deer didn't give me an opportunity to be prepared to pull that off the the bow hanger and get, get close enough, you know, get, get ready enough to, uh, uh, to take the shot. So I took the bow off as he was coming. Um, you know, his head came past a a couple of trees uh, in a little, not a little bit of a thicket, but there was a, some, oh two two or three, uh, big, trees right there and he came back behind those trees and then i was able to take the bow off as quickly as i could so with the aluminum arrows coming across my uh my um rest it went you know and it's that noise that that arrow made drawing back. i have felt on my rest yeah well
0: camouflage felt so that the deer can't see the rest
1: I'm a rookie, right? This is my my, my uh, early, earlier years, and I could vividly hear that arrow coming back across the the rest, and then I watched like nails the hair on a
0: chalkboard on to that buck.
1: Well, the, the hair on his back, I watched him stand right up. Yeah, the, the hair stood right up, and I I picked my spot at twenty yards, and I let loose, and I heard a whoop. And I hit right into his
0: shoulder blade No, at, at 20 yards. I've done and that.
1: Yeah. Right into his shoulder blade. And
0: back and he, then the bows aren't fast enough to blow through that shoulder. Blade. No,
1: no. Uh, well, especially when I was, And
0: you being a little dude and didn't have the strength yeah. to, to pull back like uh, 70 pounds or anything. There was
1: no uh, 70 pounds in that. I
0: promised <laughs> you there.
1: I, I hit, I hit that shoulder. No <laughs> question. I hit that shoulder and he dropped a little bit of blood and he, he ran full out to I would say 150 yards, to uh, a field and a half over. Turned around, looked at me, and walked away. And I'm thinking, I've seen this before. Bow hunting shot. He's gonna just go lay down somewhere, and he's good to go. Now, super excited. No cell phones back in this time. You know, <laughs> <it> went in, <laughs> out, back out. I remember clear as day. I went across the field, got into my jeep, and I drove away. Called my dad. My dad came and helped me this is probably about an hour later and we found probably a cup full of blood after two hours worth of, you know, looking and we kept on looking. Uh, we probably looked for that deer for four hours and he was, he wasn't even hurt at all. <sighs> and I know he wasn't hurt, hurt at all. Other than that, because we were at a big buck contest, wild game dinner wrap up year end type thing that Port Coburn conservation club was putting on uh, a year later. And
0: I like where this is going. Carry well, on. Yeah.
1: It, the, there was a, a gentleman that came and he ended up taking either second or third prize in this uh, big buck contest. And I started talking to him and I started to zero in on where he was hunting because the, the rack was beautiful. Looked great. I said, where, where did you uh, shoot? And he, he didn't tell me exactly where, and he said, you know, the funny thing about that deer was there was a broadhead lodge right into its shoulder
0: when <laughs> I skinned it out. <laughs> uh, uh, did it have a piece and, of aluminum broke <laughs> off?
1: <laughs> and, and sure enough, it was the same deer on the same property that I had shot one year earlier. So Man. good part of that story gets part of that story is it, it did die. So, and another hunter was able to harvest that. The bad part is he almost got
0: was born <laughs> that part was it wasn't you
1: <laughs> it, was, it wasn't me
0: but <laughs> you got to watch that guy walk away with your prizes <laughs> i tell you what it, and it when you saw did you that say deer, to him hey that's that's a double team we got to split this I did. Man. <laughs> no, you I slowed that, him down
1: I, said, I told i told him the story about how i shot that deer one year earlier and he was he was tickled to to hear that you know that this is the other end of why that broadhead was lodged in that that deer shoulder. It was it was it was a neat experience and something I'll never forget. I don't remember the guy's name. Now I, I remember the property. I won't say the property name or nothing or where it was, but in Niagara Region, uh, we uh, we had some almost success there early in my my bow hunting days. So yes, I have had a buck of a lifetime uh, after I shot it, not recovered, and it is heartbreaking every time you think and it is it, cause, grilled cause home day, even
0: more by a dude breaking it the next year yeah, to I,
1: but to this day i can still picture everything about that hunt the whole day i can picture everything about it and, and it hurts every time <laughs> it
0: hurts <laughs> yeah well, have you <laughs> seek therapy about this
1: i do yeah uh, it's called uh it, it's called the therapy of the this woods, is where the tea drink had started wasn't it it, it was that where the almost guy started for sure. You're
0: like, okay, I'm going to drink tea now because it soothes my soul, but I'll grow a beard. So people still think I'm a man.
1: Yeah. Well, you have a beard now, too, don't you?
0: <laughs> well, I, for the, for the time being, if you could call it that I'm debating. And now I don't know because there's so many people when I, I put a poll on Facebook and, and Redneck Country, nobody commented on there, but on my personal Facebook Uh, because of all those people know me personally, they were all over it. And I think the majority were keep it dad. What's your theory? I know mom was all over it. She commented on two different videos by accident. She was so excited to say, shave it off in all capital. I'm like, mom, wrong video. (laughs) 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 What's your thoughts, dad? I say, keep it. Trim it up. Trim it. Yeah. But trim it up. Yeah. Make it look neat. No, I don't know. Keep it neat and tidy. I might look into some of these beard oils. I might get into this beard thing. Tell you, Todd, you keep your face
1: warm in the wintertime when do you're you... sitting in the,
0: the <laughs> Not mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe not yours,
0: but my my chin, maybe. But do you get my, my upper lip and my nose? Do you get uh do you use beard oils, Bill? We've never do gone I down this path. Yeah. We, we're you gonna seen... talk about this on the on the podcast. Well, you drink tea, I might as well go here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I don't use it. I don't use it. Like there's all these
0: companies that have come out now that have this beard. um, I don't even know. I don't want to say like manicure whatever they call it. (laughs) Grooming, uh, whatever you want to call it. But there's like all these companies that claim they're so manly and get conditioner for your beard.
1: Yeah. I use some of that stuff. Actually, I do.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, am I going to have to ask Candace?
1: (laughs) She buys it for me. She buys it for me. Yeah, but you got to keep it healthy this is a part of part of you when you get a beard and and the beard i'm trying to get it longer i'd like to get you want it longer wait a minute it's longer look i tell you right now yeah absolutely no question in my mind when i was down in florida i got chirped by one of the uh one of the the mannequin things there uh, that zz top is walking through the the park and i said i you know, I, if I'm gonna be looking like, ZZ Top, like one of the I mannequin things,
0: what do you mean the mannequin yeah. things? Those the, the dudes, <laughs> the performers that are there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a donkey and Shrek. We walked past the the Shrek <laughs> uh, a, a donkey uh, a ride. It was an animatronic 3D type type ride, and, and donkey was was there, and Shrek was outside, and, and yes, donkey <laughs> chirped me and said, "Hey, look, there's Easy Top." I bet you he spends a lot of money on beard oil, this is exactly what he said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> See? And you said, no, my wife does. And she buys it when she's getting my tea bags.
1: I, I waved. and uh, kids thought it was hilarious. Ha ha. <laughs> Dad's getting chirped by Donkey. This is great. Carry on. Family vacation memory number 12. This is great. <laughs> chalk, chalk it up to dad getting chirped. <laughs> but oh, I tell you, so I, I awesome. love the beard. I love the beard. I wouldn't shave it off for nothing. Oh, and if see, I could grow it another three inches.
0: It's driving yeah, me nuts. It tickles my nose bad. and my lips. And uh, wah, I don't get know. Get past. Get past
1: that. It's a manly thing, Todd. You you can do this. <laughs> you really can. So
0: I you can do this. I, well, How low have I stooped that now? I'm yeah. gonna have to start drinking tea. Yeah. Oh, no. No. I
1: don't no, even. I don't even, I don't I even know who
0: tea. I. I don't even know who I am anymore.
1: Yeah, but you put cream and sugar in your coffee. I drink my coffee black. So, I mean, I get it. We have our differences here. We're all built differently. <laughs> but well, some, always, some guys can handle a beard and some guys can't. Well, I mean, your we'll dad's see. got a beard. We'll I've see.
2: always said, Bill, you know, you, you call yourself the almost guy. And and here you and I got beards. And Todd gets his picture taken. Listen, I thought, man, he's growing beard this year. He's almost a man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah. wait wait a minute I'm the chirper where did this flip around yeah oh, I see, I see.
1: well maybe that, that's the other you drink thing. tea I'm and you're old logo. there full stop if you take a look at the the <laughs> podcast logos that are on our hats we're the only ones that look good
0: <laughs> I think my eyes pop <laughs> huh <laughs> oh man all right i say we wrap this, this back in a yeah, yeah, wrong turn a wrap turn. it up with one one story from the from the last week and then absolutely uh, because dad's got two but we'll wrap it up with one of yes. him making it happen and uh, and then again, folks, tune in because I I tell you what, I can't believe how I made mine ha- happen. And I can't I haven't even heard. I have negated to tell Bill any of my stories. And Bill, you I think I've negated to tell me any of your stories because we want to save him for this podcast. And, and yep, it's a candid conversation. Yeah. And I'm the same and, and as well as your brother's turkey deal. So I, I'm excited. So, yeah, neither one of us know our stories. We've just seen pictures of what what has been down. And uh, so. So, Dad, do you want to start?
2: Yeah, I, I'm going to set the stage here. We have set the stage. six stands, and when we say along the top, six tree stands along the top, and it's not a ravine, it's a valley. This valley is so big and so wide, there's actually fields down in the bottom. But they, they farm the bottom. But there's it's a, about a 200-yard drop, down, yeah, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and it's not, at some places, well, it's a hundred. Maybe a 100-yard drop. Well, it's, a, it's 150 feet, something like that, and- it, in some places, it's straight down, but it's not even 45. The, the slope, most slope is about 30 degrees. And so when we, we walk along the top, that's where our stands are. Rick has one on the far west end, and there is one on the far east end. And there's four in between those two. So Rick sits at the far end, and between Rick and Todd, there's a bedding area. Between Todd and where I sit, there's a bedding area. And then between where I sit and Bill sits, which is the Far East, which is the Far East, is a field. And so when Rick decides, okay, he's going to get, he's getting cold or anxious or whatever, he's going to leave for lunch. He always texts us and said, Have an eye. I'm going to get down. I'm going to walk along the top and I'm going to come through the bedding area, see if I can get something moving to you. When Todd gets down, he'll tell me. Hey, I'm getting down. I'm going to come to you. Have an eye. I'm going to come through along the top and that bit, a little bit of bed. And And, area. and
0: typically there's not much distance between me and you. There's what? Yeah. There's, I mean, if we looked at each other straight across, we can't see each other because we have a bed and area between us with trees. But I'm in a corner and you're watching a corner. Mm-hmm. So but there's what, 200 yards if we range yeah. find it. And then so Bill, he's about when I, yards. I typically will know if something's come up from the bottom. I'm right on that edge. And so they'll come up out of the bottom. They go two ways. They either come up under me, which is if you've listened to the previous podcast, like way back, number one and two, this is the property we're at. And uh, we're Scotty. We tracked his big buck last year, but so I'm up. They'll either come up under me or I could, it's a split. It's like a little crevice. They got to come up under me or they'll go up into the bedding area and go out to dad. If they don't make it to dad, it's because they bedded down. So when I get down, I'll message dad and say, okay, I'm now coming. Have an eye because There's only 200 yards, and when I start packing up, it's going to make them wake up.
1: Well, you guys watching the same corner, just from two different sides. No, they're two different corners. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see each other's corner. No,
0: No, because I'm in the corner of my side and it jets out beside me, but between me and dad and dad's watching the corner of that same bedding area. I'm watching the west side of it. Dad's watching the east side of it.
2: So Rick has decided he's going to stay in the stand. So he's not going to come through. So Todd texts me and says, I'm getting ready to come down. Do you want to come over and meet me? And what we'll do is walk over to the bed area between and push towards Rick and push towards Rick. And I said, yeah, we can do that. But first, I want you to come through to me because about 830, I saw a beautiful big doe come from the from the uh, south and walk straight north parallel to me right through the middle of the bean field, about 300 yards out would pay no attention to the grunt, the call, paid no attention to anything, just walked straight to towards the top of the ravine. I say the top of the ravine. It's the top of the valley. Well, it, there's highs and lows in the field, so it would disappear, and then you'd see it again, and then I never saw it if it went and bedded down along the top or if it actually went down the side. But I told Todd, I want you to come to me. I'm going to get you to walk out to the right of me. And then no, across the he middle. was a little and more, so adamant. I got a question. I
1: got a question. Okay, go ahead. This is all through text message, right? Yes. Yes. Now I know my dad and he doesn't listen. So I can say this <laughs> takes him forever to send a text message. Well, dad, you, you can, you can see the dot, 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 <laughs> or, the, or the WhatsApp message that we have. And it's there forever. It, it and it's like, I he's typing it, and typing and typing. and You get it, four it, words. Yeah. <laughs> It's that's exactly what it is, and like they're misspelled. <laughs> 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 or there's a, an emoji. I got to try to figure out what this emoji refers to. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it you, makes perfect what? sense in his mind. So, so what I, do you
2: da- do? What da- I do is I use the speaker. Yeah. So we got, <laughs> we, and I don't worry about the spelling mistake or the words because I know Todd will
0: figure it out. So yeah, because I'm smart. But so we got, we got our cell phones. We quit using radios because we didn't want to talk. We wanted to be quiet. So we're like, this is great. So teach dad how to text. But instead of that, dad still pushes the button and talks into it, speaker to text or whatever, voice to text. Yeah, so but, I mean, really, what's the difference at this point?
2: Well, dad? I'm I whisper <laughs> into mine. Oh yeah, he whispers, folks. <laughs> yeah. And I and but I'm not messing up anybody else because my voice isn't coming
0: through their radio. Two hundred yards from me. So that's I all I have to say.
2: So anyway, I tell him about this. I said, Come <laughs> to me, I've seen a deer. I want you to I want you to go out and See if you can't get that deer moving if it bedded down in the top. So when he gets over, I explain to him right where it went. I tell him that I want you to go through the middle of the field. Go, go north of me or south of me and walk straight, straight east. And then when you get to the birch stand, go straight to the top and then come along the top. If it's bedded along the top, you might get a shot. It might go over the bottom. I might not get a shot, but who knows?
0: Now hold see. on interlude because how he's telling you, Bill. Well, it, I don't know if it dropped over the side or not. He says to me, "I know it's better there. It's better right there on along the, the top. You <laughs> got it. It's guaranteed. It's better right there." So he was a lot more adamant because don't forget, three hundred yards out. So I've got to walk two hundred yards to him, and then I've got to do this three hundred plus because I got to go past it or I'm going to push it the wrong way. So as he's telling me, it's better right there. Because now this, and not to mention the beans aren't off. And if oh, you,
1: it's a you you're walking. You're them. right.
0: So I've got to go way. So I've got to walk about 600 yards South away from him and then walk 600 yards out from him. So I go past that spot to then sneak back. So I make sure I push towards him. You follow me? I'm so there. this better be there. So he doesn't tell it like he's telling now at this time it's like, Oh, it's there. There's a deer bedded right there. We can't go for lunch and leave that deer bedded there. It won't be there when we come back. Actually, Bill,
2: I said, if it's bedded there, I didn't hear you. I didn't want to leave it there. (laughs) I want to make sure it's not bedded there or I want to get it moving (laughs) one way or the
1: other apparently uh, I mean, that's exactly what you should uh, yeah I, I, and I remember to text
2: I, didn't capture all of that apparently <laughs> i have had this stand i'm like i got two stands down there that i sit in and there are only two one in the top one at the bottom i never even made it to the bottom this year because our tags were filled before i even got down there but but i'm at the top and i said to him i have done this for over 40 years in this spot and i've been, had this stand here for 40 years I've been up and down these hills. Now it's your turn, and you can push for me. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I directed him. So he's out there, and Way I lose I sight go. of him. I lose sight of him going out through the beans. I lose sight of him heading in towards. Okay, the, my turn now, because now at this point you're just sitting there. I'm just, I'm, I lose sight of him every once in a while. Like I see a bit of orange. I saw a bit of orange in the in the birch stand, and then I'd see a bit of orange, but. It's the that's rules, and uh I don't say So I just so know he's coming
0: towards he's me. He's sitting so I'm in his tree stand, and he's just perched there, ready for little doggy Todd. It's to ninety w- yards to from my tree. Did you stand.
2: Bark? <laughs> no, I don't bark. It's
0: ninety huh? yards from my tree stand <sighs> to the top. Of the and I'll RV. tell you why I don't bark, Bill. Because I found when you do, or when people do, my, my theory, and and we've had it happen, and I, I can share more stories, but we don't have time on this one. But I will the next time. Um, as we get into this more. But when you bark, the deer will just sit low and quiet and let you go by and then out the back door and get hmm. past you. I've, I've had that happen lots. And, uh, and me, dad, you and I walking together. We won't tell that story. We'll tell it another time. But we have had it where we both took a shot as we came back. So anyway, I, I'm sneaking because there might be an opportunity for me to get a shot on a deer bedded along this because the whole top of this what I call the ravine, but over the valley. And, and there's a creek that runs down through it and everything. So it's pretty high deer activity down there. But they, they go along the top. There's a little bit of a lip, a little bit of a ledge. So it's only about 10 feet over. And so we walk along that top all the way along and they'll dr- jump over the side or they'll run straight over to dad. And so I've got to just tuck in really quietly as I go to these little ledges, these little shelves that overlook that valley. And I overlook to see if there's any sleeping on that ledge. And then I can see down the bottom. So as I'm going, I'm walking along and I look over. Nope, nothing. I'll go down that ledge. Nothing. Walk along it and then come up and the ledge ends. So I got to go back up to the edge of the field, up to 10 yards high and then walk to the next one. So I went way past the first one where Dad seen them go in and I went way down. And as I'm coming back, I thought, OK, I've checked two. Now, here's the last one. This is where he said they were. And previous years i had a buck there's a, a pine tree that's about 40 yards this one's a double ledge to the bottom so it goes drops 10 10 feet and it has a nice ledge and then it drops about 20 feet has a nice ledge and then it finishes and goes right down to the bottom creek crick bottom and then into that valley so i know on that second ledge there's a pine tree and i walked in two years ago and a buck was sleeping and he stood up and stared and we were at a buck tags so we only had doe tags left and so I had to watch him stand up, look at me, and then jump down over the edge and down to the bottom. Ugh, so I, this is where he says this doe went. And so I I go along and I sneak over that edge and I go in and I'm looking at that pine tree because I figure that's where they sleep. It's going to be right there. And there's fresh tree branches falling like they were in their logging and so the whole top of a tree is to my left on the on the top ledge it's only 10 yards over and i'm looking down that that 20 foot drop at that pine tree and all of a sudden a doe jumps up out of that top of those branches and it was right by me right down the bottom and looks back up at me i cocked my hammer put the gun on her and her head is behind branches but i got her and I could take that shot because it's straight down. Now, I mean, it, it's like 100 yards or 150 feet, whatever it is, straight down. I guess not quite 100, but straight down. So it, it's a longer shot, but I know I could take it. But I'm thinking, man, if it's a, if I make a bad shot because I can't see her head, I could just got her whole body and she's facing away from me, trying to look back at me through thicket. If I hit a branch or something and and I don't know where I hit her, she's going to go across that creek and into that up into that. There's, there's a lot of thicket and in the valley. We got a long tracking and job. And so I put the gun up, I find her, and I'm holding it. I'm thinking, Do I do I do I do, do I do it? 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 Literally, I mean 10 seconds I'm holding on her shoulder, going, No, it's okay. And so then she after she's done looking for me, she runs and crosses the creek and I watch her go. I thought, okay. So I continue now to look and I thought, okay, I'll start to head left now. Just as I go left, Another one jumps up and takes off. Only this one doesn't stop. It goes right down over that 30 or 20 foot drop to that next ledge down that big white tail in the air and away it goes. And I'm thinking I should yell at dad and let him know it's coming, but there's no way he's going to hear me. So I run down the hill after it. Cause I'm thinking, my gosh, this is exactly what I said would happen to him is if I go along the top of this, anything that I jump, it's going to go straight to the bottom. It isn't going to come up top to you. It's going over the edge. So I run down thinking, I got to get down there to see where this thing's going. As I'm going down, I'll be darned if that darn thing didn't go 100 yards right over to the corner, 200 yards in the over to the corner of where Dad is, and straight up that hill right to him. And I, oh my, what are the freaking odds Perfect. that this works? That's exactly what it was
1: supposed to do. It followed the
0: script. <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Because I even argued with him when I said at the beginning, which he didn't share, was anything dad i push over it's going right down the bottom just like that first doe did cross the creek and gone like it's going to the bottom it ain't coming up here i'm gonna have to push how do i i can't push the bottom up because you can't i can't get down there's there's too many little uh, sure. yeah. scissor ravines in there right that to go to the bottom of that creek that meet the creek you just can't walk the bottom right along there so i'm like there's no way i'm gonna be able to oh no trust me trust me So I run down the bottom and I'm waiting and and man, it felt like forever, but finally I hear and now dad, you can take over.
2: I didn't see it come up over the top. I didn't see it crest the top because of the, the rolling in the field and the beans were higher in places or other, but all of a sudden, I don't know, a couple hundred yards out into the field, right along the top, along the edge. I saw this deer jumping and running through the beans and I went, Holy mackerel, he did it. Here comes one. I cocked the gun. I brought it up, and I'm getting ready to stop it. And as it comes towards the corner, it's running straight west. And I'm sitting in a fence row that goes north and south. And it's going to run right into that bit of woods and bedding area that Todd sits inside of. Yep. That sits, yeah. And so it's coming through the beans. And so finally, when it almost gets to the corner, I go, ba. blah. And it doesn't stop. <laughs> so it doesn't that, stop. It doesn't stop. The next time It's like I go some louder. old dude just go, threw
0: up.
1: You know, <laughs> the next time
2: I go ah! and it stops dead. And I got the gun right on Literally. It, right behind its shoulder. <laughs> and I shoot and it almost falls over. It almost you know, it knocks it to the right, it uprights it itself. And there isn't as much smoke now with the pyrodex as there used to be with the old black powder. So I just leaned to the left, and I saw the big round blood spot start to to filter out on the body right where it should have been, right right through the lungs, and it just took right off in into the fence row I'm sitting in. It just, full speed, right into the fence row, headed into the woods. So I'm reloading, and of course, I still get... And now it's my turn. Yeah, well, hang on. I get pumped, and... Uh, <laughs> And I'm, I'm shaken, huh? and, and, you know, I still get that excitement. I, yep. I got a deer from my trusty stand. So I'm reloading and waiting for Todd. And when he comes up over the top and he can see me, I pump my fist that I hit it. So he pumps to let me know. And now I'll
0: let Todd. So then over. I start walking towards him because I want it, but I can't go out into the beans because that's a pain in the butt to walk in. So I'm walking the head row as I'm walking along. I walk up on this giant blood spot. And I'm like, well. I know we hit it, and I yeah, look to my right. A sure sign of uh, contact. Oh, and a lot of blood too. And I, so I look to my right, and there it is. It had ran straight into a tree, and like it would have knocked itself out. And it is piled <laughs> up, head under body, and like it ran into this giant oak tree <laughs> right there. And there it is piled up. So I would lean back out and let Dad know. So down he comes, and so photos on Facebook. Good to go, and it, we made it happen.
1: I, sh- I should ask this question tongue in cheek, but Don, did you hear it crash?
2: No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> uh, and I, did, it was about a hundred yard. Eight, well, eighty, eighty-two it was, yards. It was, oh yeah, well, eighty-two, eighty-three yeah,
0: yards. Unless that thing hits it, unless he hears it crashes at ten yards, he's not going to hear it. No, <laughs> I,
2: my hearing aids. Now, would I heard it years ago before the hearing aids? I used to have <laughs> really good hearing. I. I could hear snakes We well, all had really good hearing at 12 uh, I could hear snakes in the grass I went going on a nature walk And I could hear I know I used <laughs> How to say you wait determine a that? That's I'm like
0: kidding. i kidding How good's your hearing? hearing? My hearing so good? Yeah, snakes I in the did. grass I, man. Could, snakes I snakes used to say snakes.
2: Wait a minute I heard a snake My mom used to say You what? There's a snake here I heard a snake in the grass And sure enough <laughs> i find a garter snake And she was amazed. <laughs> I kidding me? But, I can hear a rattlesnake in the grass But I didn't hunt deer then <laughs> I, so yeah.
1: i don't know so he was I, six. No, I, I didn't hear him
2: crash <laughs> snake in a grass i have never heard a deer crash i know they do on the tv shows but i never have heard a deer crash i've no, heard oh, I've, crash. I've heard it yeah
1: huh?
0: congratulations hearing that's, bad. Uh,
1: that's that's deer number one
0: so yeah yeah it wasn't deer number one for the week but it was for dad that week yeah
1: but that's the I yeah. can't wait to get to the next uh, next week's podcast so we can talk about more,
0: uh, more yeah well, I'm stories. I'm waiting to hear your stories. So yeah. but well, I don't I, was, I don't want to hear them until then. Nope. So that's awesome. But yeah, so that was when we made it happen. And uh, when I say I on mine, I'm so excited to share mine because I've made it happen myself like I've never made it happen before. Like it's insanity. So we're building the suspense pretty good here. Right? I hope it's not a lunch bag letdown. but no it's not i loved it it was absolutely epic it probably will never happen again
1: it will never say never
0: nah i hope it does but i don't know it was so it was pretty freaking cool so anyway yeah it's good podcast my man thanks thanks for your time you can get you can get back to it puts its lotion on its skin (laughs)
1: yeah, <laughs> we breaks the hides,
0: <laughs> and then hey, I might go out to the woods where I dumped ours after the coyotes are done and the hair all shook off them, and I'll I'll fire you some tan some hides to take.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send you my address. Just uh, just wait for that. Would you? <laughs> I already got it. It's it's on its yeah. way.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that's awesome. All right, guys, thanks for a good chat tonight, and we'll uh, we'll chat next week. Sounds good. Yeah,
2: looking forward to it. We got lots of stories left, and you got lots. Like we, I'm excited about hearing some of your stories too, Bill. So I'll I'll definitely be here to
0: listen.
1: Good, good deal. Rock and
0: roll till next week. Have a good one, my man.
1: And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy, Tom.
0: And I'm Todd. Thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at the com. Again, that's podcast at the com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.